more listening to the Weekly Geekly. I don't know. The Weekly Geekly is pretty cool. And the Buzz Counterculture Podcast. Thank you for joining us on another edition of the Weekly Geekly. As always, I'm your host, the weirdo with a beardo, Lucian. And in the studio today with me is a very fun guy. Very, I'm excited to have you. I've wanted to have you on. I'm learning about what you're doing, and I'm just geeking out hard today. We got AJ Chambers in the studio talking about his new film he's working on. What's the title of the film, AJ? It's After School Lunch Special 2, Sloppy Seconds. That's a long title. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any like say in choosing the title, or was that just kind of yeah. given to oh, you? Oh yeah, it's all all me. Oh okay. Uh, so the original title, the first movie, I wasn't even planning on making a feature length film. Yeah. So it was all gonna just be a bunch of shorts. Yeah. Okay. And one of the shorts was, it was called. Uh, hang on, let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was called. Statutory rape. That's right. And oh wow! The, oh, yeah, yeah. And it was about it was about a high school kid who thought his new teacher was hot. Okay. And she ended up being we've all been there. Oh wow! <laughs> biting his head off. And, yeah. And then somebody told me that that was the title, or not the title. It was a the plot of a uh, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. episode? Really. Yeah. What a yeah. very curious episode. plot for that. And it was exactly like it. Wow. I had you had no idea. It. But. The idea for After School Lunch Special was going to be, that was the title I was going to use to get into a high school. Ooh, okay. Because I couldn't say, oh, my movie's called Statutory Rape. Let me yeah, use right. it in high school. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, um, yeah. I don't know if you can film here, man. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But then everything just happened, and I threw it on as the title of the movie. That's awesome. Uh, and if you guys don't know, this is a trauma film. Well, it's not technically. It, it's it's a associated trauma. with trauma, it, right? Yes. It's not. It's not technically a trauma film, but I mean, you got Lloyd Kaufman in yes. it. Yes, it's as close as you can be to yeah. being a trauma film yeah. without being a trauma film. I got a lot of uh, privilege. Like he's letting us use the name Tromaville Health Club. Yeah, he said Tromaville a bunch of times when we were filming. Yeah, <laughs> I, I noticed that. I uh, actually got to extra in one of his scenes uh, and and see Kaufman kind of do his thing and. Man, he just free balls. I oh, love it. It's amazing. It's like you're just gonna have to edit what you want, but yeah. he gives you so much. Yeah, he pretty much rewrote one of the stories. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I got some notes. And you're like, okay, yeah, yeah I'm, I will exactly. gladly take those notes. Ten no, times yeah. funnier than what I. Read. That's so awesome. I mean, with the experience he's been in it for, oh, yeah. God, how many years? Yeah. Over forty. Yeah, it's at least fifty. At least fifty. Yeah, yeah. that's you've got to have some at that point skill at picking up the impromptu i guess you know what i mean you could tell when you watched him say his lines and he would he would differentiate things or say things a little different the next time and i was just ooh, yeah it's like he's just he got the idea of what it's about and then he makes it up as he goes (laughs) yeah no i really like the approach but no it's super fun to kind of sit there on the sidelines and it was a short scene it wasn't very long but man that was that was fun for me and uh Girl I'm Dating, Jackie, has been in your movie. She, I think she's doing like three roles. Yeah. Gorilla. Well, she was in the opening credits scene. Okay. Which is just a bunch of girls running naked, getting in covered blood. in blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the pictures, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, yeah. Can I be a part of this? You know, and strong then, uh, opening. Yeah, no, for real. Get them early. Yeah. Hook them early, yeah. and, and you got them the whole time. But no, I, I saw that, and then I think she did like a gorilla thing. And yeah. There's one more role she's doing at like some, I think, a festival scene. Uh, there. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, she has more than that, too. Wow. How many roles does she have? <laughs> she's going to be in the festival thing, and then she's uh, in the pizza commercial. Yeah, yeah. She told me about that a little bit, and I was like, yep, yep, I know why. Yep, okay. Yep, I get why you were on that role. I love it. Do it. <laughs> no, but uh, how did this even start? Like, did you did you start making this, and they reached out and said, hey, I think we could collaborate? Or was it the goal to be like let's let's get this with the trauma guys well um lloyd was kind of my inspiration yeah i read his book uh make your own damn movie yeah you know i love trauma i've always loved trauma movies and in that book he said to uh just try and reach out to some like a big name just see if they'll be in your movie just test the water yeah yeah. fuck i'll ask lloyd that's awesome (laughs) and did he did he get back to you or was it like a let me Put you to somebody else, so, or, you know what I mean? Because the first time I got a hold of him, he was he did a voiceover for the first movie. Oh, cool! And yeah, that was a lot easier. You know, I didn't have right. to fly him in. He just did it at, at Trauma Studios, and uh, 
he uh he he didn't get a hold of me directly. I had to go through like an agent. Oh yeah, because it's and always you got to yeah. go through somebody first. I gave him like ten percent of what I paid Lloyd and mm. yada yada. Right, all the fun business stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you you mentioned a really good point there, and I'm glad it's it's great that you got it from him. I've always tried to reach that point in this kind of a field where it's like, you know, I'm not going to get Vince McMahon on my show. Yeah. Okay. Like I got to be realistic, but I can't, it can't hurt to ask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Jesus. That's what people don't understand. I, I've got people that are like, how do you get these people on your show? And I'm like, because I just ask everybody, man. And it's like, you're only seeing the 10% of the people that even answer. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. it's a harsh world out there. I got a buddy, uh, Andrew Bowser, Onyx, the fortuitous, who's making his own movie now and he yeah. did a whole Kickstarter and it went really well. And he's starting to learn. You might want Nick cage, but doesn't mean Nick cage is going to say yes, exactly. you know, but it's, yeah. it's healthy as a creator, I think to reach outside of your comfort level. Oh yeah. Because then you're going to know how to handle those things next time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even if Kaufman would have said no, well, okay, now you know what it looks like. Now you have some kind of, you know, uh, map as to how to handle that next time. So I'm really happy you did reach out to a man, and <laughs> I'm so super <laughs> excited for this. Like, I I don't know much about it. I'll say that. Um, I don't know a lot about the story outside of what I've heard and what I was there for and and what I've been told. Mm-hmm. But dude, some of the stuff you guys are shooting, I just <laughs> like it's so crazy. I want to see where this goes. It's weird and it's funny and it's stupid. But... How, how long have you been working on it? Uh, this one I've been working on for a, about a year. A year ago, we were doing auditions. Okay. Okay. And I think I saw something on Facebook. You were like, hey, we're doing this for a year. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So with COVID, you know, I was only shooting like once a month just yeah. to be safe. Just and... get something done. Yeah. No, I feel you. That's good that you kind of push through it, though. Yeah. It's hard for a lot of people creatively and easy for others because, you know, we saw this big leap in content creation in 2020. Yeah. But now start seeing all these people getting burnt out yeah. and there you see youtube pages go three weeks without posting or, or podcasts take weeks mm-hmm. off and shit we even took a couple weeks off there just for our sanity but it's cool that you still push through and you get to get that stuff done even though that shit happened you know oh, yeah. so i commend you for that way to keep going way to keep pushing because no one's gonna do it but you yeah <laughs> you in know? the thick of it like when nobody was doing anything I made a little short film with just my wife and kids. Oh, cool. What was it about? It's called Dad Made Eggs. And it's about <laughs> four to five minutes long. And my my dad brought over a goose egg. Ooh. And I was like, I got to do something with this egg. Let's yeah. make a fucking movie. <laughs> so I lay an egg myself, you know. I, yeah. <laughs> you okay. know, make all the grunting. Like I'm taking it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I lay this egg. I crack it open, scramble it up, and feed it to my kids and laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. How long was it? Like five minutes? Yeah. yeah. I, well, I'm in school right now for broadcasting, and one of the video classes I had to do was pretty much, they didn't want to say it, but it was pretty much, learn how to make a TikTok. Like, oh, yeah. the whole class was like, give me a minute-long video every week, a different style. And I did one I was super proud of. It was just called The Bad Roomie. Mm-hmm. And it's a silent black and white slasher film. Oh, cool. But it's a minute long. Yeah. And the whole thing switches perspective. Like, it's me sitting on the couch watching TV from my perspective. My roomie comes downstairs, starts fighting with me. And then the perspective switches from my perspective to the perspective of the knife that I'm going to use. And, like, as I'm stabbing him, every time I pull up, there's more gore. There's more. it's, It's very fast cuts. Yeah. But that was, like, I think my only, like, dig into directing something or, like, actually purposefully sitting down and, like, uh, plotting that out. How do you even start? Like, as someone that's <laughs> – that you, you've got a track record and you know what you're doing. But for someone that doesn't know that may be listening that's like, I want to make a movie. Well, how do you even start it? Uh, I, I sit and I think and I think. And I think. <laughs> you know, like I, my brain it just keeps rolling over the same shit over and yeah. over and over until I finally make it. Eventually, it you're like, I have to make this. Yes. It's going to drive uh, me crazy. Yeah. 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 You write a script. Like, scripts don't have to be perfect. You don't have to right. stick to them. You're going to have versions yeah. of it, you know? Yeah. And then just do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is keep pushing through and make the shit. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of it is for me at least is time management, man. Like so easy to not do it. It's, Mm -hmm. it's always going to be easier to just put things off, but doing the work, sitting down, mapping things out, 
that's going to pay off a lot more in the long run. It's, and I can tell just from like what I saw, that brief little scene I was in, I can tell you thought about that. You thought, okay, well, I want this shot. I know this is going to be our establishing shot. It was cool for me. This is the first time I've ever been on the set of any movie. Yeah. And I was like, it was really cool to notice the different shots that were necessary for the scene. Yeah. And how you guys would set up for those. And I don't know. Like, it was really um, mind opening, I guess. I was like, wow, I didn't even think you had to think about that much yeah, about these I mean, things. Things like uh, you, you don't even have to have a perfect take. You know, yeah. you can have a bunch of shitty takes as long as you have like a cutaway. Yeah. And then you could just splice it all together, use from each of them what was good. Right. And you know? it doesn't have to be one long yeah. go about it. Yep. Like, I noticed that a lot with. Uh, Kaufman's speech I was like ooh I could tell I was trying to guess in my head when okay they're gonna cut here and they're gonna use this yeah. line and like, <laughs> when he said Omaha Nebraska I was like I'm, I'm sure that's gonna make it yeah. like there are little things where you can tell everyone kind of went ooh that's gold yeah. you know and I think that's exciting on the set because you get a you get to witness something before it's made, but you're also like getting some behind the scenes about what's gonna make the cut you know yeah that made it really fun so no, I was. I'm just really excited for it. When do you? When's? I know it's a why a ways off, but when's like a projection? Um, I hope to be done filming by the end of the summer. Mm -hmm. And depending on the music guy, yeah, maybe the end of the year. Okay, like, so potentially out by next spring or something. Yeah, cool. Because uh, like once that once I've edited everything. And filmed everything, edited it's out of my hands, you know. Yeah. The, the sound guy and the music guy, they gotta do their thing. So. Right. I'm sure that's also kind of like a nerve wracking moment oh, yeah. where you're like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm giving my baby to two people and yeah. we'll see what they do with it. You yeah. know? Like Oh, I'm confident though. Oh, I'm sure. Like, the guy who's doing the music, Aaron Gum, mm -hmm. he's super cool. He uh he has like a wall of synthesizers, like the old school, like knobs and yeah. shit. Like there's no computer, it's just knobs. <laughs> Looks like, like a computer room from the 60s yeah. or some shit. <laughs> That's great. So he obviously has a passion, knows what he's doing, and yeah. I'm sure you know him and know his work. So. Yeah. But it, again, it's just all, you're always going to have that moment where you're like, mm, it's my yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's rad, dude. God. So give me a brief rundown of the movie. Okay, let's talk about the first movie. Okay. What what was it about? What do you think you're going to build on in this sequel? Because we all know sequels are bigger, better, more yeah. exposition, more backstory, all that. Yeah. Is that the route you're going? Well, the, this movie is going to be better in a technical sense for okay. sure. Because like that was my first movie. You right. Know? I didn't really know what I was doing. The sound guy didn't really know much about what he was. He had some experience. But Everyone's just kind of figuring our, it out. Yeah, this yeah. was our first big project, you know. Hmm. So uh, it's going to look and sound better. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, the first movie was about this big fat guy. He's you know like stuck in the chair. His mm -hmm. mom takes care of him. Mm. She, uh, it opens with her bringing him a big tray of food, and he starts eating the food. They're watching the TV. And he farts this big green cloud of smoke, and it melts her face off. <laughs> and then it goes into the stories. It is just a bunch of little stories. Okay. And uh, in between everyone, you know, he makes a comment. Mm. And so it's an anthology series. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is this second one sticking to the same formula? Oh, yeah. It's okay. pretty much the exact same thing. I I'm kind of, like, more relieved that you said that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> because... Jackie's been telling me the scenes that you guys are shooting or like how things are None of these and I'm trying exactly I'm like I'm like thinking alien and ape person okay well you know that could be explainable in this scene that I know and then I'm like pizza scene okay I mean it still could it's it's a trauma associated movie it still could be part of the same story and then I just keep hearing all these different things that she's talking about just about what she's involved in not like she's spoiling it but yeah. At the same time, I was so curious as to what the actual story was. <laughs> yeah, no, like I said, it was supposed to be a bunch of short films, you mm -hmm. know? So I just threw them all together, put like a a uh, wraparound yeah, in it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You know, I could make whatever weird shit I want and it'll kind of fit. And everything kind of has to do with eating or food or yeah. something like that. Hence you know? the name, which yeah. is good. You have some kind of theme across yeah. everything. It's, it's, a, it's like a gross-out film, you mm. know? It's yeah. Like, which is such a trauma thing yeah. you know what i mean like god dude the the fucking radioactive grossness of the first toxic avenger like yeah <laughs> that was legendary to me like oh i really hope you guys use the 
the the music they use when he transforms like the classic like bam 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 <laughs> like Godzilla music I kind of want that because it yeah. would be so great but I'm no now I'm just like I've heard all this amalgamation of all these different stories about what's going on and I'm just so much more curious yeah. like, I, was that kind of part of your plan <laughs> there was no plan. there was no plan, <laughs> plan just, hey listen cool we're just shit. making cool shit yeah <laughs> we didn't have a marketing plan yeah. But you mentioned before uh, that it's going to be on streaming services. So yes. is the first one on streaming services? The first movie is on Amazon Prime. Okay. It's on Troma Now. Uh, it was on, what was it, Horror Hub? Mm. I haven't checked in a while. I don't okay. know if it's still there. Which, if you guys have Roku, it'll be on by now. By the time you're listening to this, you can get on Roku, get Troma Now. I think it's free for the first month and then, like, what, five bucks? Five bucks. Four ninety nine. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. Yeah, you don't even notice it. <laughs> You'll be like, "Oh, is that an Apple charge?" Oh no, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, dude, I have too many of those. <laughs> you sign those uh, terms of agreements, but you don't read them. Yep. I'm like, fuck. Why are they charging me ninety nine cents a couple times a month outside of my bill? Like <laughs> assholes. But no, like, I'm excited to get the trauma now. Uh, I just, I, I haven't had access to so many of their films for so long. It's such yeah. a smart idea. And not only do you get the trauma films, you get yeah. All these independent artists. Oh, know? really? Like, so it's yeah. not just Troma. No. Anybody who wants to put their movies out there, wow. they just contact Troma and they upload it. Well, now I'm going to make a movie just yeah. to get it on Do that it. site. Do it. I've had, <laughs> I've had a screenplay in mind. Like I wrote a little treatment a couple years ago and I've been like, like putting some time in it, being a little saucy with it, but I don't know if I'm ever going to shoot it. It's kind of like from Dust Till Dawn meets... Uh, natural born killers kind of like cool i mean yeah it's it's a fun idea but i think it would work better as a short yeah tv i think you, they've got shorts all kinds of shorts oh really there. yeah shit i'm gonna shoot this shit now yeah do it. <laughs> hit the, up benito and be like do things, my special effects yeah <laughs> but one of the things you gotta think about when you're writing something especially if you don't if you're not a, you know a big movie company you know, right you don't have the money for all the big special effects you got to think about what you can do exactly and that was honestly that's kind of like how my writing was for this was like i want to do the old practical stuff yeah you know i want to do the the less you see the more you see kind of thing yeah. one of the ideas i had in my head was uh so it's these three brothers called the dead brothers with two d's and uh essentially they're succubus hunters but no one believes them so they're just killers like mm -hmm. serial killer guys and uh, i had this whole idea of the opening shot kind of like how they did in from dust till dawn where you see her in the trunk it was like this mm -hmm. whole shoot thing and they're on the road and they're hearing the news about themselves and the whole opening would be like they take this sweet innocent girl out of a trunk in like the deadlands in south dakota and they drag her out into the middle of the fucking forest or desert tie her to a tree and shoot her but i had this fun idea where like they do the natural born killers thing where you almost put a bullet on like a power drill and then just put the camera right above oh, it. So yeah. you're watching the bullet go yeah, in. And cool. then just do that splat to black thing. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, that one scene. I just want to shoot that one thing and get it done. Because I think that would be so much fun. But I love seeing how people do stuff practically, man. I think yeah. practicality in filmmaking, for me, is always going to mean more than just covering shit up with CG. Yeah. Like, that, God, try to do it yourself. That alien and the gorilla scene has oh, a god. pretty funny effect. Oh, yeah? <laughs> we are... Uh, I had to make the alien have a big, weird alien boner. Okay. You know? Was that a CG? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought, that's great. And I tried that's a bunch great. of different ways. You know, I was yeah. just playing around with it in my house. And the what I ended up doing was just using a clown balloon. A pink clown oh, just balloon. <laughs> yeah, and I ran a tube <laughs> up his leg. <laughs> Sometimes the easier thing is the better thing. Yeah. Though. Like it, <laughs> it's so funny. There's looking. an art behind practicality for sure. Some of my favorite films are the ones where you can't tell what's CG and what's yeah. practical. Like Underworld. You remember those movies when they came out? And you're yeah. like, holy fuck, look at the lichens. Like, mm -hmm. God. Yeah. And that just speaks to, again, like how much practical is necessary nowadays. And I love the indie underground trauma kind of circuit because that's what it's founded in. Oh, yeah. You know, there was back in the day when toxic came out, there was no CG. Nope. There was they, a guy jumping out of a window and you knew it wasn't the actor, yeah. but you still <laughs> you didn't <don't>. care. <laughs> like it, there was not as much pressure. You, you know what I mean? It's a melon with a wig on it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. God, there was a scene in toxic Avenger. I rewatched it the other day. There was a scene where he's like beating the shit out of three guys in a diner. The, the, yeah. the burglar dudes. And he rips the dude's arm off. Yeah. 
and starts beating him with his own arm. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a part of the scene where he's like laying a certain way, or like, no, 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 he's shoving him in the pizza oven. And as he's shoving him in the pizza oven, the dude's literally moving his other arm inside of the shirt, and you yeah. can see it. And I'm like, I don't even care, bro. Yeah, that was great. That was <laughs> it doesn't even matter at that point. And those are some of my favorite movies. Like, have you ever seen Pieces? Yes. Dude. That's great. That's Savini. Dude, so, yes. Yeah. That is, like, high-quality, low-quality for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. clearly he's not cutting off someone's arms in the elevator, but mm-hmm. if you weren't paying attention very well, you wouldn't really know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it Tom looks Savini super was good. great, man. I think there was only one kill in that movie where I was disappointed. Yeah. Um, do you remember the scene with the girl on the waterbed? There's a scene where this girl's, like, struggling on a waterbed, and the killer is like, got a knife, and he clearly cocks his arm up to stab her. Uh-huh. Um, but then when he comes down with the knife, he's supposed to go into her mouth and out the back oh, of her head. Oh, yeah. And the way they shot it, they must have just been pressed for time or something. Like, you got to give him that one, yeah. you know? But, like, the knife, like bounced weird and yeah. like clearly didn't do what it was supposed yeah. to do and i remember watching that and, and it was so good anyway that i was like i don't even care yeah the payoff was worth it the most impressive one i think was the pitchfork in the shower i loved that why don't i remember that is that kind of later in the pieces, movie right is that kind of later in the movie I don't know. Man, I don't know. It's remember. been a while since I've seen it, but it's got to be pieces. I know it is. Yeah, like, it has to be. And it's like a girl just taking a shower and he takes yeah, a yeah, pitchfork. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. It, it, it was a very quick one. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't drawn quick. out at and all. The, yeah. The, you know, they just cut the two center prongs yeah. to where it looks like those are inside of her and the <laughs> other two are on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. They had some pretty fun kills in that movie, but honestly, like the ridiculousness of that movie is what got me. Yeah. The ending... Where the zombie girl comes up and, like, breaks his dick off, essentially. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? That came out of nowhere. It had yeah. nothing to do with the story. Yeah. Now we're watching Frankenhooker? Like, yeah. No, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of old school practicality. And so when I first got into trauma, that was something that I immediately fell in love with. Like, the trauma vomiting death and all yeah. that. Like, I want to see people keep pushing practical. I want to see more of that nowadays because it's getting drowned out. You the know? only time I like CG is when it's mixed with practical. Agreed. You know? Yeah, for sure. If it complements what you're already doing. Yeah. Like, you know, you're cutting someone's head open and you want to add a little extra blood yeah. that you can't facilitate. Yeah. Then, yeah, do it. But it shouldn't be the main thing. Yeah. So I saw a, a clip of somebody throwing up yeah. all over uh, Melvin oh, from, yes. from the first Toxic <laughs> yeah. Avenger. Yeah. God, that looks so gross. Yeah. What was that throw up made out so, of? So, I, let's see. I bought a couple cans of uh, gumbo. Ugh. Yeah. Because I was hoping for like the okra and the gumbo to make kind of a snotty look. Ugh, okay. And then you know, like the tomato base to give yeah. it kind of an orangeish color. It looked very not orange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It ended up not. It almost looked like light brown. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's worse. Then we, <laughs> there was crackers in it. Um, let's see. The, the weirdest thing was I had some of this stuff called natto. It's this Japanese fermented soybeans. Oh, again, I'm sure that smelled great. Uh, no, it did not. God. <laughs> but, like, again, with the snottiness, I was hoping yeah. it would slime it up real good. But, uh, again, it didn't. It just ended up kind of being, a, like, a mushy, pasty gunk. <laughs> but it looked great. It yeah, oh, it looked disgusting. Yeah, yeah. You, you pulled off the appropriate thing yeah for sure <laughs> i saw that and then immediately towel towel yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great hey i'll tell you this i tell all my movie making friends it's i think it's going to start happening this year if you ever need someone to kill in a movie i will gladly die in your movie all right <laughs> i uh i'm up for a role this year and i can't officially say anything uh, because it's not official but i'm yeah. up for the role of uh Coke Don Mafia's henchman number two. Okay. <laughs> and uh, hopefully that works out in this Grindhouse movie that some of my buddies are filming. But, uh, yeah. And uh, the only reason I accepted, like, the maybe. They are like, hey, maybe you could do this. I was like, okay, cool. Because I get to die in this movie and I get, like, shot in the head very violently. I was yeah. Like, Let's do it. I'm That's so cool. down. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to die in a movie for, like, years. <laughs> it just never happened. I'm like, do I not look like someone that would die? Or... Mm-hmm. My buddy was like, no, you look like someone that would do the killing. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the killer can die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have a twist. Why not? So 
you're obviously into gross out movies. You're into yeah. undie, indie movies. You yeah. like some horror. Mm-hmm. What is kind of your upper echelon of horror? What's your creme de la creme? If I'm going to sit here and go stereotypical desert island, what are the three movies that you would have to bring? Oh, I hate that. I know. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I had to whip okay. it out. All right. So, really, I like comedy horror the most. Okay. Fuck yeah, dude. So, like... Return of the Living Dead yep. has always been one of my favorite movies. Uh, Street Trash. Have you ever seen I don't Street think I've seen Trash? Oh my Street god, trash. you gotta see Street Trash. Who does trash. it? What is it? It is... Oh, I don't even remember the name of the director. It's. It was originally a student film. But it was very much... Really? Yeah, very much the style of trauma. Actually, Ooh. one of the guys, the uh, mayor <laughs> from Toxic Avenger, yeah. is in it. Oh, no way. The Who's he play? Guy. Yeah, he yeah, plays yeah. Uh, the owner of a junkyard. How long is it going to take till they get us? Yeah, that guy? Yeah. So yeah. The, the idea of that story is like this liquor store guy finds this crate of, I don't, I don't know if it's wine or liquor or whatever. Hmm. He finds this alcohol in the like uh, floorboards of his liquor store <laughs> and he starts selling it for a dollar to all these like homeless kids <laughs> oh wow and okay it, it makes them melt <laughs> so like all these like hobos are drinking this stuff and they melt. Dying, yeah. <laughs> and you know there's really a, not the right drink for you it's it's a weird like there are two different plots going on here kind Ooh, of movie, okay but... <laughs> and it kind of meets up in the end yeah, or yeah I think one of the favorite trauma ones I ever saw was uh, Kids at Play, or kid, Warning Kids at Play, or Kids oh, at Play, yeah. where the that's kids are just movie. crazy cannibals. I would really like to remake that movie. Dude, <laughs> that's what you should reach out for next. Yeah. You're like, can I do a reboot of this? And I'm sure they'd be like, fuck yeah, do it. Yeah, because you can get to kill a bunch of little kids. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Great. Violent little kid deaths, and they're also cannibal murderers. Yeah. So, best of both worlds? <laughs> like, No, I saw that, and I was like really shocked by it. And I was like, yeah. They're all just getting, like, fucking brainwashed by this preteen. Yeah. Like, it's not even... That's the thing. It's not like there was some, like, chemical that changed you or, like, some spiritual children of the corn thing. It was literally just a bunch of kids in the woods mm-hmm. listening to some dumbass preteen that's like, yeah. let's eat adults. And, like, that's the whole movie. But it it was so good. Like, yeah. that kind of, like, means a lot to me. Like, listen, your story doesn't have to be too complex. Just make it out there. Yeah. <laughs> make it crazy. Make me go, what did I just watch? Yeah. And I'm going to enjoy it, you know? Like, yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, that was stupid. But you know what? I think it's great. And, and also, <laughs> like, and also, like, it made them feel something. Yeah. Even if they hated it, they felt something, and that yeah. should be an accomplishment. Like, Trust me, I'm sure there's plenty of people that listen to tw- three minutes of my show and go, fuck this. Just <laughs> making a movie is an accomplishment. Yeah, like, dude. It doesn't have to be good at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck. As long as you did it, you know? I recently watched, uh, oh, what was it called? Uh, Things. Mm. It's a 80s Canadian horror movie that was shot on, like, a Super 8. Oh, really? <laughs> it was wow. really bad. But you know what? Good for that. Good for you, yeah. Someone should still appreciate it. No. And I think that just speaks a lot to the indie scene. Like, the people doing this are not, you know, big time executive yeah. movie people or, you know, well, super well connected. all their money or... to just make some art. Yeah. And I really, especially the show, we've always been trying to support local. That is like one of our biggest things. Mm hmm. And on that topic, we need to take half a second to thank our sponsors, Ink Poisoning Apparel at inkpoisoningapparel.com. Go check them out if you're into, like, gothic, creepy, weird clothing. If if you love Satan, <laughs> go check out Ink Poisoning Apparel and use our promo code GEEK at checkout for 25% off. Also, thank you to Voodoo's Odd Shops in Omaha, Nebraska. Literally one of the coolest people I've ever met. Um, we're planning on doing a another episode with voodoos but down at his shop do the video get everything kind of there be a great time uh we love you voodoos odd shops for supporting our show and helping us create some great content so i can't wait they just announced they're doing two uh expos next year he's a really cool guy oh yeah Derek. uh, yeah yeah i was parked next to him at the hearst show (laughs) (laughs) how'd i know that would come up when i said voodoo because little known fact on the well no one here knows because this is new to you but aj drives a hearse and voodoo has like a fleet of hearses it's like his thing like that's awesome (laughs) what's up hearse buddy how you doing (laughs) fuck normal cars right it's a tighter club than the jeep club (laughs) (laughs) very exclusive yeah you either work at a mortuary 
or a funeral home or you're one of these two guys in Nebraska. <laughs> Do you ever get weird looks? Oh, yeah. Yeah? All the time. What is it mostly? Is it like a judgmental uh, look or like a, oh, I'm sad? Older people mm. give you the judgmental look. Yeah. A lot of younger people laugh and point and, you know. Right. It's <laughs> a it's a gimmicky yeah. thing yeah. for younger people. I'm sure, yeah. Do you ever uh, think about doing the jackass thing where you, like, put a fake body in a casket and have I it roll have out? I have a casket <laughs> in the back. And if you ever want to do this. I've got a skeleton. I would be the fake the body. Oh, yeah, that's great, too. Just get it, wear it down a little bit, yeah. put it in there. All of a sudden, you're in traffic, and the door opens, and yeah. it just slides out. And you're like, oh, shit. I've never heard of somebody having the casket, though. Yeah. yeah Does that what, come with it? The guy I bought it from made it. It was a handmade. It's, like, more like a... It's like a mixture of a casket and a coffin. Ooh. Because it's like, looks like a coffin, but it's hinged. Okay. And it's heavy as shit. Like, Damn. Uh, you know, like, I don't Straight even want to Straight up vampire coffin. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, at this point, it's easier if I just leave yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's for the desired effect. Yeah, we took it out for Halloween, and I really struggled. <laughs> How heavy do you think that thing is? Like 200 uh, pounds, 300 uh, maybe, pounds? Maybe, yeah. yeah. God, that's nuts. Yeah, I've always been fascinated by coffins, but the one thing I hate is that you can't street legally put people in the back. Yeah. Like, why can't you just put benches back there? And they're yeah. like, eh, it's not made for it. I'm like, but mm. it would be so cool. And you know, what is that movie? <laughs> Leprechaun 2. Yeah. There's a hearse, and they do, it has seats in the back somehow. Yeah. And they do like a haunted tour kind hmm. of thing. Completely think, illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking the law, Leprechaun 2. God, dude. That uh, I don't know why you, that just made me think of Leprechaun in space. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that. Eventually, like it's the pastime of great horror franchises where they will just have a shitty sequel in space, yeah. or at least something in space. Like Hellraiser did it, Leprechaun did it, Jason did it. Yeah, fuck, who else did it? There's a lot. My okay. favorite Jason kill was in space. What was your? Fa- was it the, the, the where she, he freezes that yes, girl's head and then crushes <laughs> it on the? Oh my god, that's so my favorite. Cool. <laughs> that you know, it's either that one for me, or it's the one in the reboot in the beginning where he he like ties someone in a sleeping bag and hangs oh, it above a fire, and yeah. they just burn to death, and that's you're like, brutal. holy shit! And like, that also, have you seen Mandy? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, yes, they yes. do the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking brutal. And he has to watch his wife die. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on this huge kick of Nick Cage movies lately. Yeah. Ever since Willy's Wonderland came out, yeah. I was like, okay, I have to go back and watch all the, the crazy ones. So, yeah. Did you ever see Color Out of Space? Yes, I did. Holy shit. That was weird. <laughs> With the mom and all yeah. the stuff happening towards the end, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. That was we- a badass and trip movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We play this game on the podcast where we, we had a Nick Cage day. We have a we have a holiday every year okay. called Nick Cage Day. Yeah. And we filmed our first Nick Cage Day episode, and then the day after, we filmed a Willy's Wonderland episode. And one thing I started noticing was there's a weird Kevin Baconism about all of his movies. Yeah. And there's things in his movies that tie together movies that have happened years later. So in the beginning of A Color Out of Space, the daughter's doing that like witch ritual on the beach. Mm-hmm. And the four or five demons she calls to are the same demons from Ghost Rider. Huh. So like earth, wind, fire, yeah. all that stuff. And then the other one would be Ghost Rider. She's also got a pentagram tattoo. Yeah. And Mandy wears a pentagram shirt in oh, Mandy. Yeah, yeah. And then just is like you start <laughs> unfolding these movies and you're like, does he make decisions just based on like Easter <laughs> yeah. eggs? Like, is that the only reason he joins movies? It's yeah. like, wait, there's a pentagram in it? Yep. I, I, another one of my movies had one. Let's do it. And you're like, oh, you're talking about demons? Fuck yeah, I was a demon. Like, you can literally pick apart his movies and every movie will have something to do with another one. I love he's a genre in himself. Yeah, he's I a love weird it. dude too. He I think he, he spent all of his money trying to buy up castles in yeah. Europe. Yeah, he has. Uh, what's uh, you ever seen American Horror Story? Yeah, uh, what was the one with uh, the witch, the coven episode, okay, the yeah. coven season? Mm-hmm. I forget her name because I'm horrible with names. Yeah, but it was a lady who lived in New Orleans that would like kill slaves for their blood and like bathe in it. It wasn't Bathory because that's from Europe, but yeah. it was some other lady. He lives in her house now. Really? Like, he bought her house in New Orleans, and that's his main house now. And I'm just like, that's insane that you broadcast that, because I'd be at your door if I was in New Orleans. Like, hey, hey, let's have some whiskey. I'm sure he'd be down. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Just fucking, sure, why not? Let me tell you about Con Air. (laughs) 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 Fucking John Malkovich is a prick. (laughs) Remember Face Off? (laughs) That's got to be in my top three Nick Cage movies. 
But we didn't get to finish your top three horror movies. Give me oh, okay. one. Give me one, one more, more that you think is is crucial oh, to shit. you okay. as a, as a director and a creator and a person. One more, and just off the top of my head, oh, probably the Toxic Avenger. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a good one. You have to. <laughs> I've never seen any of the sequels. Really? Yeah, never ever okay. indulged. So the second and the third one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they were funny, but like, it's just different. And Didn't weird. have the impact of the it's, first it's one. It's like they were just throwing them out there just to make them. You yeah, know? yeah. At that point, and like, Toxie's voice was all weird, and he I loved it like, in the first film. Yeah, how they change very it? Manly. It was more like like wimpy. Yeah, it was oh, wimpy. Again. It was more Melvin-y. Yeah, I'm like, what happened? And they <laughs> okay, so they had a different Melvin. Okay, so there was I think it was in the second or third one they somebody reverses it you know oh he becomes melvin again they turn him back into melvin (laughs) right and it was not it's just mark torgel it wasn't mark torgel and when they were in town (laughs) lloyd was telling me the only reason it wasn't mark torgel is because mark wanted 50 bucks to do the role (laughs) and he said fuck that 50 bucks we're getting somebody else that's so funny but i mean you could also and this is just the way my brain works you could make the argument that turning into Toxie and then turning back to Toxie changed his physiology. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always trying to explain away things like that for movies. Like, I'll have people that are like, wait a minute, that's not the same guy. I'm like, well, technically, <laughs> you could explain it this way. The fourth one, though, is the best sequel. Why? Uh, I, they just put more effort into it, you I think. think. It yeah. kind of hit that, that yeah. good plateau of yeah. what it and should it does, be. And it has Mark Torgel in it again. Nice. <laughs> As Melvin? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if he was just it like was in weird. There. Okay, so the plot of that one is really weird. It's like there's a parallel universe called Amortville. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Toxie is a bad guy in Amortville hmm. <laughs> instead of Tromaville, you know? It's like Bizarro so, World. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love how they stayed with the whole superhero thing, too. Oh, yeah. Like, it was clearly, for me, it was more of a horror comedy. Like, mm-hmm. it just felt yeah. more in that genre, but the fact that Even they could it, say it's yeah. New Jersey's first superhero, yeah. like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. I love it. That's so fucking cool. But uh, After School Lunch Special 2, Sloppy Seconds. What is the most exciting thing you think you've done on this film? Like, what was your... Your favorite experience doing this? Uh, other than hanging out with Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, for Mark like a Torg. weekend. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Uh, yeah, the first night we, me and my wife just took him out to dinner. Yeah, you know, how was we that? Just, just chilled and drank and talked. That's awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. The dude just seems like a delight. Yeah. You know, he doesn't he seem great. like he's got a mean bone in his body. Well, he seems so nice. See, I'm sure he can be. Yeah. yeah and if you heard, watch you know, uh, like his the doc like the making of his films. Yeah. Like he's a tough director. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I remember I I've saw seen people cry. <laughs> I saw what was it, the blockbuster documentary with him yeah, in it, and yeah. I was like, wow, they did him dirty. Yeah, well, but I don't know if that was like something he agreed upon, no, or if they just he, like did it, and he was like, wow. He talked about that too. He said they didn't even fucking know who he was. <laughs> like, no way. Like, because how could they? You know, they came True. to him, they tra- asking him about blockbuster, blockbuster yeah. and he's like, fuck that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember like watching that for the first time, and it was like. Here's 120 seconds of Lloyd Coffin, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, "That's it." Yeah. Like, what happened? <laughs> like, and then you start realizing you're like, "Oh, they clear. You guys were not on good terms for this." So like, yeah. eh. he hated Blockbuster. They they Fuck. were the only ones that wouldn't put his movies out. Right. All the mom and pop shops had it. Oh, totally. They Which also makes had sense. like the you know the porn room behind the curtain. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's why we all went there. Shit, I snuck into that thing and made sure the bell didn't ring every time I was like 14 years old. Yeah. What's back here? A whole new world, you little man. You know, I just started watching last night. Uh, I didn't get to finish it because, you know, we have so much work. <laughs> um, the Howling. Yeah. Did you ever see that? I have seen, I think, the first one. It was yeah. a long time ago. I really want to watch by it. The Howling 3 mm. because apparently that's the worst one. And okay. Joe, you know who Joe Bob Briggs is, right? No. Oh, okay. No. You need to know about joe bob yeah apparently (laughs) who's joe bob okay so he's been around for a really long time he uh uh, he's an author okay like a a movie critic yeah but he's like not an evil movie critic okay so like like a decent person he (laughs) is a drive-in guy yeah so he likes 
his blood breasts and beasts that's Hell his yeah. thing you know yep. pretty much grindhouse yeah yeah, yeah yeah so he did a show on the movie channel i think was his first one hmm. and it was he's just a, like a horror host on those okay so he's like elvira kind yeah of. yeah or vincent price yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff yeah, so yeah. he you know talks in between gives facts about the movies and everything and uh then after that he did monster vision on tnt hmm. which same show you know <laughs> and now on shutter they have the last drive-in with joe bob Briggs. okay yeah i keep seeing it but i haven't clicked on it yet yeah, so you're great. telling me to click on it oh yeah okay he shows all the best movies like and movies you wouldn't think to watch on your own yeah you know like some of them you'd expect and then some of them are like what the hell is this joe bob you know right like what are you putting out bud come on yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean we all have that but. and then you know he shows like the weird italian you know giallo films yes, and stuff yes. yeah he shows that's those like sometimes the, the birthplace of slasher in yeah. cinema as we say <laughs> yeah god i love that shit yeah you gotta watch joe bob he's great okay yeah i'll check it out joe bob briggs yeah fuck yeah i don't know if i have any recommendations for you i don't even remember <laughs> what where what that's why we got onto that topic <laughs> yeah i don't either yeah that's how life works yeah <laughs> But no, dude, I'm I'm super excited for the movie uh, next year. Look for it on Troma now. Um, I guess like how did you know much about this show before you came on? Did anyone tell you what to expect? No. Okay. Good. No, I didn't. Even, I didn't even have time to listen. To this. No, that's fine. That's fine. I I like when people come in blind. It kind of sets yeah. a different tone and. A lot of times I'll have people come in and listen to other interviews or it makes them nervous or how am I going to sound? And yeah. I'm very much like, don't I, listen, I sound stupid. That's my job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're here to just talk about what you do. I've so. done a handful of podcasts and they've all been kind of, you know, like just bullshit about movies. You yeah, know? totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. <it's> cool. <laughs> yeah. We've been running for about five years. Jesus. <laughs> and then like when you talk about like hey the first one's not gonna be you know as good as the second one production one dude yeah. i feel that so yeah. hard it took us a couple of years to get to the point where we're like proud of that production yeah and there's even times still where like i will fuck up on a recording and have to send it to one of my buddies who owns a record studio to like fucking yeah. fix it for me yeah. like, please help like but that's part of the joy in doing this man like like you said a lot of the accomplishment is just getting it done yep you know like that's 98 yep. percent of that accomplishment and fuck dude you're doing it you're doing more than a lot of people would <laughs> right especially day to day so yeah i'm so excited to see where this movie goes if you need any more extras i'm totally down i promise i won't wear the same shirt cool <laughs> <laughs> like fuck yeah continuity but no i'm super stoked for the rest of this shoot dude oh hey, what what's like the next big challenge for you with this movie um uh... Well, timing, finishing it. <laughs> you know, like, uh, we blew our budget with uh, bringing Lloyd and Mark in. Oh, I'm so sure that, yeah. The rest is pretty much out of pocket. And, oh, you know, getting the DVDs and everything out. And, Just production-wise yeah. is more of a challenge for you, yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like you're making good progress, man. You're, oh, you're yeah. doing stuff weekly. You're putting your stuff out there. And it looks fun yeah. like that's the biggest thing is it looks like you're having yeah. fun doing it it doesn't look like you're super stressed and you're like fuck dude i'm oh, so yeah, stressed yeah. like you know what I mean? <laughs> it is fun it's always fun i wouldn't yeah. do it if it wasn't exactly yeah. yeah and we're i really feel like we're creating a buzz this time fuck yeah you know and i'm not one of those people not yet anyway i can't right. afford to be you know but uh, i'm not one of those people who hides what we're doing you know it's not yeah. gonna be a surprise like right. i want you to be excited from what you've seen you're gonna see the bts along the way yeah, yeah no yeah i saw my friend stephanie's in it yeah i saw all her gore and wounds yeah. and disgusting <laughs> fucking i was like oh my god <laughs> I wish I got to put that on her, but oh my god! Like you know what I mean? That was that looked really fun. Is that a part of the same storyline that we shot at one day? That yes, that is okay. I was yeah. I was curious about it because I saw the the gore effects and I was thinking like if I was a flesh eating virus, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. would kind of be what I looked like. But you know, you you don't know, so yeah. I just wanted to know. But so it's in the water, so she you know gets in the shower and. Ugh melts <laughs> that's so gross did you film a whole melting scene with her it was no it was more like she's showering cut away cut back she's all messed up cut away cut back and she's just a couple of 
breast oh. implants and blood. <laughs> That's so great. I love that. Stephanie's great too. Yeah. I know her th- through some friends. She seems fun. So yeah, it seems like you guys really are having good. a great time doing that. It, it, you know, it's funny. Like the only reason I, well, not the only, I, I picked her because I really needed somebody with breast implants for the gag. It's just part of it. Yeah. yeah. And then she ended up being a really good actress, mm. you know, <laughs> so which surprised me because she's not normally an actress and this is new to her too but it's fun to see people kind of gravitate towards that Mm -hmm. and and embrace their roles and even when we were shooting that scene i was extraing in for the the news segment it seemed like she really came prepared she really came on top of it and was trying to hit her mark Mm -hmm. you know and that I'm sure as a director, you're like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> thank, yeah. thank God I don't have to direct you too hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like that too. I like yeah. just letting people do whatever they're going to do. You mm-hmm. know, it adds to it. Like, it's definitely a different directing style. Yeah. I, you know? I, like, I gave you the idea of what you need to do. Right. Now Let's you do your see. version yes, of it. Exactly. exactly yeah. I want to see what you do with it. <laughs> I love that style of directing, though. And that's honestly, like, to me, why you guys, or why you and your. Hob, Hodge Hodgebob. Bob. I can't ever say it. Hodge Bob. It's like it's like one of those tongue twister. You're, you want to say Hobbodge? Yeah. <laughs> Hodge Bob Productions. It's funny you say it's a tongue twister because the the name it was actually a nickname. It used to be my nickname. Oh really? My name's AJ, and huh. I had a buddy who used to call me Adge. Yeah. And he was all wasted one day <laughs> and tried to say Adge, and it came out Hodge. And then you just added Bob onto that. And, eventually, yeah, and you were like, Bob. I'm going to use that. Yeah. When people st- like that was back in the day when I partied all the time and people stopped calling me Hodge Bob. So I was like, I'm going to use it. Fuck yeah. I'm going to own this nickname yeah. for sure. If I owned every nickname I had, you probably wouldn't want to listen to this show. <laughs> It'd be bad. But, Motherfucking asshole, bitch ass fuck. Oh, wow. This sounds like an extreme podcast. Like, no, that's funny though. I like that. So. How many titles does Hodgebob have under their belt now? So we have a couple of short films. Um, we have a faux trailer that's in a trauma film. Oh no way! Coming out soon. It's a it's a grind exploitation movie. <gasps> have you seen those? Yes. Okay, they're we're, my favorite. We're in grind exploitation ten that's coming out. Literally my favorite kind of genre is yeah. exploitation genre yeah, yeah. grindhouse films. So yeah, it's a it's a faux trailer called hell ho dolly (laughs) and it's about this guy who has a blow-up doll and he puts her away in the closet to get with another girl you know an actual girl oh my god and she gets jealous and starts killing him (laughs) that sounds amazing i want to watch this faux trailer is it up anywhere can i see it you can see it on my uh website it's at hodgebob.com hell yeah h-o-j-b-o-b.com easy man yeah (laughs) that's fucking awesome fuck well, AJ, I really appreciate you coming on, man. I know you're a busy, man. You got so much shit going on right now. And you're like, okay, we got to schedule this out because I got shit going on. So I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, no problem. Like I said, I, like, I don't, I, this is the first time actually officially meeting you. Yeah. I think I, before I, mean, I was just like, hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> I got I to gotta go. <laughs> like, so it's, it's really cool to meet you and have you on the show. I'd love to have you back on again with the rest of my crew. Cool. Yeah, anytime. I, I gave them the week off and it was nothing personal. I've been mm-hmm. working them like fucking racehorses lately. Yeah it's just mental health i'm like okay you guys got lives take the week off and i kind of wanted this to be more of an intimate gathering you know what i mean because none of them were involved in that way so yeah but dude i really appreciate you coming on guys go to hodgebobproductions.com or hodgebob just hodgebob.com h-o-g-b-o-b h-o-j h-o-j b-o-b.com to check out all of aj's work and look out for after school lunch special two sloppy seconds on trauma now next year and if you don't have trauma now i don't think we can be friends anymore like seriously i'm pretty pissed if you don't have it you can buy the dvd if you don't yeah also also another way to get it so check it out thank you aj for coming on again any last words for the listeners um make your own damn movie people fuck yeah (laughs) dj carnage play us out